Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello, and welcome to episode number 222 of the Property Magic Podcast, in which I'm going to share with you some hints and tips from my goal-setting masterclass. I'm going to talk about why is goal-setting important, when is the best time to set your goals, how to actually set goals that will happen, and why what you've probably been told about goal setting previously might actually be bad advice. So first of all, why should you set goals? Well, I think we all realize that setting goals is probably a good thing to do. You've probably heard it. You might do it on a regular basis. But when I first heard about it, I didn't really believe it. Someone said, well, if you write down your goals, you're far more likely for that to happen. I thought, really? I'm not sure that's going to happen. And I was actually at an event back in November 2000. It was a Tony Robbins training event. It was called Wealth Mastery, all about how to invest. And they talked about mindset and the psychology of investing, talked about stock market and gold and silver. But interesting, they didn't actually talk about property investing, which I thought was rather strange. Now, at the time, I was still working at Cadbury's. I was a senior manager. I'd finished the graduate program. I had my own home. In fact, I was had my own home and some rental properties as well. I had some income coming in, but I didn't have enough to leave my job, or so I thought. And when they said, look, just write down some goals, uh, I said, right, I'm at an event. I'm going to fully participate. I'm going to do what they say. And then they said something really interesting. And I want you to write this down and listen very carefully. Because whenever we set goals, we sometimes allow our own limiting beliefs to get in the way. We think, well, I like this, but I can't really do that. And sometimes we set safe goals, ones that we know we can achieve because no one likes to fail, right? And we don't want to tell people, I set this big goal and I didn't achieve it. So very often we limit ourselves what we think we can do. And a great piece of advice I got at that Anthony Robbins event was, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? Let me ask that question again. What would you do if you knew you could not fail? That's a really powerful question. And that opens up your mind to the world of possibility. And another tip I'd like to give you is don't worry about how you're going to achieve the goals you're writing down. Just focus on what you want to happen. And if you want those goals to become reality, don't just write something down because you think it's a good idea. Oh, I want to replace my income. Well, why do you want to replace your income? What's that going to mean for you? And specifically, how much do you need to replace your income? And when do you want to do that by? These are some of the things you should do when writing your goals. So anyway, I took this advice. I wrote this list of things and I didn't think much of it. And I put it into my folder. And then a couple of years later, when I was moving uh, into a new apartment with my new girlfriend, um, this box that I was holding had the folder in. I took the folder out and this piece of paper dropped out on the floor. And I picked it up and thought, oh, those those goals I wrote a few years ago. Now, I looked at the list and there about 20 things on that list. And probably at least 15 of those had happened in a two-year period. Now, you might say, well, okay, there's nothing strange about that. 
But the thing is, when I wrote those goals, some of them, I didn't know that they were going to happen. For example, I wrote that I wanted to leave my work at Cadbury's. Not because I didn't enjoy my work, far from it. I loved Cadbury's. I liked the people. I loved the product. And I thought I'd stay there forever. But I just realized that actually I could make more money doing property and I'd have more free time doing property than if I was working for someone else. And so I wrote that goal and interestingly, less than six months later, I then left Cadbury's. And I put lots of other things on that list, such as, you know, one day I'd like to be teaching other people how to invest. Now, that was a strange thing because at the time I wasn't teaching anyone anything. And I kind of thought, what, where did that come from? But it simply just kind of came up and I wanted to. So I wrote it down. I didn't question it. I just wrote it down. And then I did another goal after that. I said, not only do I want to be teaching people how to invest, but I'd love to be on the stage here at Anthony Robbins Wealth Mastery talking about property investing for Tony Robbins and all his audience. Now, that was a really crazy goal because I wasn't even talking to anyone about property. And I looked at this list in 2003 and I was moving into this new apartment and at least three quarters of the list had achieved. I'd left Cadbury's. One of the things on the list was I like to find a really amazing girlfriend because I was single at the time and I'd found an amazing girlfriend and I'd like to move in with the girlfriend. I was doing that. All these things I put on this list, 75% that I was actually achieving. Now, the one about speaking at Tony Robbins, Wealth Mastery, that hadn't happened. But actually about six years later, in 2009, I found myself on stage at the Ibis Hotel at Earl's Court speaking to about 900 people at Wealth Mastery for Anthony Robbins. And I've actually done that three times now, ever since it's been in the UK, uh, I've spoken at that event. And I never would have thought that would be possible. It was just an amazing dream I thought I'd have. So my point here is, don't limit yourself by things that you know are possible. And this is what I meant earlier when I said, what you've been told previous about goal setting might actually be bad advice. Because a lot of people talk about this um, SMART goals. And SMART stands for specific. And I agree, goals should be specific. You want to say exactly what you want. M stands for measurable. T at the end stands for timely. You need to put a time scale when you want your goals. But it's the other two letters, the A and the R, that I have a problem with. A stands for achievable. And R stands for realistic. You have to set smart, achievable, realistic goals. And I have a bit of a problem with that. Although it made sense when I first heard it, um, speaking to lots of successful people as I do, I realized that actually pretty much most of the major achievements in life have been achieved when people set impossible goals. Not realistic and achieve ones, but impossible ones that stretch you and push your comfort zone. And you have no idea how you're going to achieve those personal goals. And in fact, my good friend, uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy, who's written some amazing books, uh, such as Willpower Doesn't Work, The Gap and the Gain, um, Your Future Self, and his latest book, which is uh, 10x is easier than 2x. In that book, he talks about setting impossible goals. You see, if you set realistic goals, you have to do things that you know you can achieve. And that means you do what you've always done. But if you want to get better results in your life, you have to do different things. Maybe you have to do things that you are not aware of now, that are not even on your radar. 
So thinking about your property investing, you might set some big goals and what you know now may not be adequate to achieve those goals. But if other people have achieved those goals, it certainly means it's possible. You just need to upgrade your level of knowledge and understanding so you have the correct knowledge and ability to then achieve those goals. So by setting impossible goals, it gets you to realize you need to do things differently. You need to think differently. And when you think differently and act differently, you're going to get different results. So please, when you set your goals, don't set achievable and realistic ones just because you want the satisfaction of achieving your goals. Why not set really big stretching goals you've got no idea how to achieve? Now, by the way, don't just make them up. They need to be things that you actually genuinely want to do. And you've got to have a really good reason why you want to do that. Because if you're not engaged with your goal, if you don't have a, a burning desire, then the reality is you'll probably give up far too easily and say, oh, it was an impossible goal anyway. So you settle for a lesser goal. But when you really want to achieve what you've set as that goal and you set it as your vision, your mind will start working to collaborate with you to help that happen. You'll, you'll meet people who can move you forward. You'll, you'll get the resources to support you need, but only when you have that clarity and direction about what you specifically want. Also, a lot of people think, well, when's a good time to set goals? Should I do it at the beginning of the year? Should I do it halfway through the year? My view is now, today, right now, is actually a really good time for you to set your goals. So I'd like to invite you, once you've finished listening to this podcast, turn it off and get out a pen and paper. Or if you're in the middle of nowhere, just got your phone, okay, you could type it into your phone. But actually, I think certain magic happens when you put pen to paper. And just sit down, maybe for half an hour and daydream if you could achieve anything in this next 12 months, and I'm not just talking about property, I'm talking about business, I'm talking about relationships, I'm talking about health, I'm talking about spiritually, what would you like to achieve? Who would you like to become in the next 12 months? And for you to become someone different, you're going to need to think and act and feel differently from the way you are now. But first, we need to understand where's the destination, where I'm looking to get to. When I understand where I want to get to, you're going to have far more chance of actually getting it, or at least getting some of that way. But get really clear on that. What do you actually want to achieve and why do you want it? And I really encourage you to write that down. And if you have a significant other, a partner, you might want to sit down with them, do your goals separately, but then talk to them and, and hopefully your goals are aligned and you're looking to do similar things and you can grow and learn and progress together, which is obviously the most fun way of doing it if you're doing things with other people rather than having to do them on your own. So those are just some hints and tips about how and I think why you should set your goals. I'd like to invite you to dream big and Remember that you don't have to do everything on your own. Getting people around you, like-minded people, can move you forward much quicker than trying to do things on your own. So my recommendation, and I'm doing this quite a lot on the podcast because there are so many people who listen to this podcast who have not been to a property investor network meeting yet, or people who've been, they know how valuable they are, but for whatever reason, they allow life to get in the way and they haven't committed. So I recommend you commit this month 
to come to at least one property investor network meeting. If you've already been, you know how valuable they are. And by the way, January is a great time as people recommit to their property investing. They're often much busier meetings, so bring some business cards with you. And if you're worried about, well, will I know anyone there? There'll be lots of new people who've not been before, and we look after you, we introduce you to other people. It will be great. And the people you need to meet are already at that meter. Don't worry about having to go with someone else. You can if you want, but you can go on your own and you're going to meet a whole load of like-minded people who, like you, are interested in property investing. If you've been before, you know it's a good thing to do. Why not make sure you've booked your local PIN meeting or PIN meetings to kickstart your investing in 2024? If you've not been to a PIN meeting yet, I highly recommend you commit to your own personal development and property journey by registering for your local PIN meeting as soon as possible. And if it is your first meeting, you can actually come as our guest to come and give it a try as a thank you for listening to this podcast. All you need to do is go to www.pinmeeting.co.uk. So P-I-N meeting.co.uk. The 50 plus meetings are listed there. They're all over the UK. Most of them are physical, couple of virtual ones. There's even uh, meetings in the Netherlands, in Dubai, and also starting in Brazil as well. So select the closest meeting to you and then Check the date, make sure you can do it. Scroll down to the bottom of the page where you normally book and pay. And instead of paying, click where it says pay with a voucher code and then use the code I'm about to give you. We thought long and hard about this code. We use the word podcast. If you put the word podcast in as one word and then fill in your details, it will bypass the payment page and send you a confirmation email. So look out for that email, check in the spam box, print it out if need be, put the details into your diary, make sure you know where it is and then commit to your success, turn up to the meeting. And once you get there, most people say, look, I love it. I should have come earlier. I really encourage you to do that. So um, I want to you know, wish you all the best for 2024. It's going to be a fantastic year for those of us who are prepared to seize the opportunity. Everything you need is within your network. All the resources you need. If you think, I don't have enough money, don't have enough experience, I can't find deals. There are other people in your network, if your network's big enough, who can help you with all of those. So building your network, building your net worth is a really smart thing for you to do anytime, but particularly this year, 2024, where we're going to see some incredible opportunities. I'm going to be sharing on uh, this podcast, my journey over the next 12 months. I'm going to be buying more property this next 12 months, I think, than I have probably the last 10 years because it's such a great buying opportunity. And if you are coming along to events and you see me at an event, please do come and say hi, whether it's a pin meeting or one of our big events like Strategy Implementation Live or Property Magic Live or a smaller, more intimate three-day mastermind accelerator events come and say hi. And I love to hear about your success and how you're getting on with your property journey. So until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.